ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to an all-new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. We have an Iron Man match to cover today. Jeff, how the hell are you doing? Iron Women. Exciting. Absolutely. Well, I'm so feeling pretty good. This Iron, they're calling it Iron Man. At some point, did they change it to Iron Woman? They had to. And I'm going to, yeah, we're looking at the graphic as we got to pull it up. I will take a look at it. I would hope that they did because it I would make sense. But yeah. yeah. At least how they're calling it, you would think. Like, yeah, maybe the, being the first time, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. But I'm feeling good, though. Like I said, we're in the, uh, you know, just a lot happening in the wrestling world right now. We're kind of coming off of fast lane at this point. We had the the New Japan AEW show. We got a little bit of some downtime here through October before we kind of get into, I guess we're on the road to Survivor Series at this point, which should be pretty interesting and in how they're going to do that. And so uh, just kind of exciting things happen. I'm feeling good, you know, the chill of the October air, but good things happening. Good, man. Well, uh, we, we have a longer match to cover. So mm -hmm. should we jump right into it? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Let's get to the build. Oh, it's time for the build. Man, you've heard me say this before, but this is like the, the heyday of NXT. I just look at some of these cards and some of the talent on them, and I just mm -hmm. remember these shows just two hours, quick hitting. They're on the network, so they're free. You know, a lot of new talent. I just, oh, man, I, I just love these shows. Um, this was a full sale show. It's October 7th, 2015. Um, about 400 in attendance. We're, uh, we're you know, right kind of in that prime of, of NXT in a lot of ways. Uh, just look at this show, man. We start out with Finn Balor and Samoa Joe in the semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, defeating the mechanics of Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. Long time ago, we, weird. I forgot they, that they were the mechanics, but yeah. What, what, what I, I'm, I for, I'm now forgetting their uh, WWE tag team name. The revival. Revival. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I now it's been so long. Now I'm like FTR, FTR. Okay, revival. Uh, the other semifinal match was Baron Corbin and Rhino defeating uh, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Oscar uh, is going to defeat Dana Brooke by submission in five minutes. Apollo Cruz is going to defeat Tyler Breeze in nine minutes. The finals of that tag team tournament uh, was Finn and Samoa Joe defeating Corbin and Rhino. And then the main event, the reason we're here, uh, Iron Man match, 30 minutes, Bailey and Sasha. Uh, I know they had had some, some great matches leading up to this, but how, how did we get to this blow off match of, of this just incredible feud. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, like Tom was saying, like this match taking place, we are October 7th, 2015, but we're going to go all the way back to February, actually earlier this year, you had Banks winning the NXT Women's Championship. She beat Charlotte. That was, the, of course, the fatal four-way 
Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha taking that one. So uh, retaining the championship against Charlotte, Alexa, Becky, like just really, you know, she had the bell for this whole time. And so, um, you know, defending it against any and all comers at this point. And I want to remind everybody, too, like this was – like it, this is one of the earlier NXT shows as well too. Like we we think of like NXT is, you know, first it was truly developmental, and then we had the show like we have now, and, and then the takeovers, and then what we know of it as of today. This was very early in what was happening, and so what. Uh, we saw we said like Oscar was on the card when this one beating Dana Brooke. This was before Oscar's title reign. And so this was when you really did have the four horsewomen going at it. Um, and really were the focus of all of these shows and stuff like that. So you get to August, she beats Charlotte. Uh Bailey actually beat Becky Lynch to become the number one contender for the championship. So now we're into the summer. Um you had takeover Brooklyn late August. You had Banks losing the championship to Bailey. It was actually Bailey's first time winning the belt at that point too, ending Banks's run uh, at 192 days. At that point, it was the match of the year at the NXT Year End Awards. It was very, like really good, even over over this match. Um, but everything was, you know, all this was great. But like this was when they were putting on stuff that people really started focusing on the women's wrestling at this point. Like it, this was the before the the women's revolution this was you know they were just going out there and say and, and we've seen the interviews we've heard over the years like they're just going to go out there and put on good matches like people can deal with it and like that's exactly what they did and so um but uh this was william regal actually when he was still the general manager but you know a long time ago uh doing a great job at it with two we had bailey uh he scheduled the match for bailey to defend her title against sasha banks in this 30 minute iron woman man match um it got chance at the time iron woman woman it was just september and so it was really the month before while these guys had uh, feuded a lot and they had a lot of different matches like this was the first time that we were getting this match and so um it was the first time in nxt history also it was important this that the women were the main event of a takeover special and so you figure there was you know at least probably eight to 10 kind of takeover shows prior to this one. Well, this was the first time that the women were going to be front and center. Um, they will occasionally show, we'll call it out as well too. You have Lita, Charlotte, Becky, and Stephanie are all in the front row. And so that's where we get into this match where like Tom and I said, we've got the counter in the bottom left corner of Bailey and Sasha on how many pinfalls, the clock saying iron man, which is what Tom and I talked about with 30 minutes uh, and both standing in the ring, getting ready to go. All right, man, I'm pumped to cover this one. It's uh, Season 2, Episode 4, uh, NXT TakeOver, Season 2, Episode 4. We are at the 1 hour and 37 minute mark. And we're starting our main event at the 1 hour and 37 minute mark, which I like, man. I'm fine mm -hmm. with three. Three and a half is a long time, but if it's entertaining, okay. But, man, I love these two-hour pay-per-views. Nice uh, I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready if you're ready. Let's do it. All right. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. Join us on social media during this matchup. Use the hashtag Iron Man match. Couple interesting things to note right here. Uh, All right, here we go. Color scheme of her the main event. Reflected of the Iron Man franchise, which she thought would be appropriate for this match. And you like uh, ba you like Bailey better as a babyface or a heel? Uh, 
so now that I know how good she is as a heel, like I, I like her as a heel. So this was, yes, as we all remember the hugger Bailey um, at this point, she was definitely all face. I mean, that's what she was during this time. Um, yeah. So I, for me, I got to go with the heel. I'm glad they did the turn. I do think Sasha should always be a heel as well too. And so, but at this point, not quite the dynamic that we have. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree, man. Better, better heel for sure. Um, so this is the first women's match to headline a major event mm-hmm. for NXT. Yep. Yep. No. So you're talking in general. Yeah. Yeah. So, so at this point, women had never headlined the PLE before a paper. Okay. Yep. So, you know, this being a, in that category of pay-per-views, this is the first time it was ever the main event. You know, Trisha hmm. had main evented Raw. Raw, yep. Never, never a pay-per-view, okay? So that I thought that was interesting. And then this is also going to be the longest women's match in WWE history at the time. Hmm. So interesting, pretty, yeah. Pretty historic. The I'll, I'll ask you just the kind of loaded questions, uh, which we probably know the answer. Like, uh, Mercedes, Sasha will be back, Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, at the time we're recording this, she's not back, but it's been teased. And yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> you got to make money. You're in the, you're in the prime of your, uh, you know, career. So unless there's some incredible acting gig, which it doesn't seem like there is, yeah, I, you got to go wrestle. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah, it, it, how do you, how do you turn down that kind of money? I mean, mm-hmm. you have to. Um, but she's still hurt as of us recording, and I'm and I'm right there with you. I feel like she is going to one day epitomize the you need like she didn't need to leave to be a star, but like almost like a Cody, she's going to leave. Go and she has left. She's doing her own thing for a little bit, and she will come back a bigger star than when she left. Yeah, I mean, I I'd love I'd love to see her back in WWE because. I just think the women's division in WWE is so much better than, I mean, the AEW one, I know they're trying. I, I appreciate them trying. Uh, I don't fault AEW for it. I just think the reality is, is there's only so many women on the planet that can wrestle more Mm -hmm. men get into professional wrestling than women. You know, it's, it's, I, I think it's easy to at times beat the WWE up over, Oh, well, why was, you know, why was there no women's division in 1996 or whatever, you know, or why, you know, were the women not featured uh, in 2002 when they were in bra and panties? Well, the reality is, is that there weren't a lot of women clamoring to be professional wrestlers that, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, could actually get in the ring and work. So you say, oh, well, you know, why were why were women's matches, you know, only three to five minute filler? I, look. In, in in many cases, that's all that those women could could do. I mean, you yeah. watch this thirty minute match, and we're you know we're four minutes into it. It's it they haven't stopped moving. It's been excellent. Uh, I'm as interested in these women's matches as ever. I remember the first women's Royal Rumble. It was just like, man, are they going to be able to pull it off? And I don't know if you remember or not. The first women's Rumble was more entertaining than the men's Rumble that year. Yep, yep. And it was just like, oh, okay. You know, so I just, you know, I I think that I think in AEW's case, 
I just don't know if they have the talent. You know, you can't just say, okay, uh, you're a woman, you're a woman. Go out there and have a 15-minute match. It's really right. hard to have a 15-minute match. Goldberg never figured out how to do it. So it doesn't mean that you can just say, hey, the two women, go out and do it. So a lot of it is a talent issue. So at times where WWE didn't feature women or had short women's matches, they just didn't have the talent. And I mean, you know, look, I I respect the hell out of Maurice and Michelle McCool, but you know, they, that they weren't these two, I'll tell you that. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, but when you have the talent, so I'd love to see Sasha and WWE because they have better talent, you know, having Sasha Bailey, Sasha Charlotte, you know, Sasha Rhonda, if Rhonda ever comes back, Sasha Trish, if Trish continues to wrestle, I mean, you know, you just go at all the matches and then you have Oscar and you, and some of this we've seen before, but you just have all these great, more key women's matches that can absolutely headline a pay-per-view or headline uh, WrestleMania or headline a raw, um, you know, not, not too long ago, the, the Trish um, Becky match, you know, the mm -hmm. feud wasn't great, had some issues, but the blow off match, the steel cage match, I, eight out of 10. I mean, it was a really, really good match. So, yeah. you know, yep. you, they, they can they can do so much and women's war game and women's rumble and so yeah i just want the best talent in the world to be in wwe um i have not seen a lot of her but um is it tiffany the one in NXT? yeah yeah she's I mean, great she's you know hey she'll be main eventing wrestlemania someday and from what i can see it just i mean it looks like she's the the real deal yeah like she i so uh, yeah, Bailey going for her finisher here. Nice little she. Uh, Sasha had Bailey in the corner. Now you've got, or you, know, you flip it. Yeah, they've had each of them had him in the corner, just kind of you know stare down. So really kind of cool stuff here. Um, yeah, I think here's my problem. I think that yeah, like we saw obviously Mercedes Sasha. We keep saying it, but either way, you know what we we're talking about. That you know we saw her um, at that or excuse me the AEW All Out like pay per view weekends back to back and stuff like that. Um, I think that um, you know she will spend some time in AEW, but I, I'm with you. The when it comes to which is the better women's division, and I feel like every week if Tony when Tony Khan isn't firing CM Punk, like you know he's in the news about women's wrestling not being good or something like that, or he's not focused enough on the women, whatever it might be. And so I think that's something to consider. But then also I, I'll kind of be a little negative on WWE here, like what do you what do you if like she shows up let's just say at royal rumble like what do you do with her after that we, like i think to your point we've seen a lot of the matches that um you know with the current roster i also think that yeah the current women's roster is extremely strong for wwe and so this is very much one of those like do they need her right now i don't think so and so yeah stay like stay away for a little bit because i think you do like i i don't think any of us well it was too long and becky and trish both said like they're kind of a few recently was too long it was great seeing trish have a run again um at the same time like you've got some of these younger stars like they're they're super high on yeah tiffany they're super high on like zoe stark was one of the, the the you know the names we've been seeing getting kicked around a lot here like there is just a, a lot of names that are down there um that you know that 
coming up like i feel like uh i always see like there's there's always kinds of clips of the women and what they're doing and so yeah i think it will just be really interesting over the next year really well yeah she'll be back it's one of those like let her do some time you know she was a stardom champ we know that or is a stardom champ i forget exactly where she is as of today but um yeah it's just one of those where they will find something for her to do and i just hope it's you know worthwhile you think- kind of interesting using the ref now to uh, kind of get you, which she kind of gouged her oh, eyes. Yeah, yeah. roll up one nothing. The referee's view is obstructed. Sasha was in the way. The referee couldn't see the thumb to the eye. Okay, so yeah. one nothing. One nothing, Sasha. Yep, here we go. Speaking yeah. of women's, speaking of women's stars, I got, I got two two thoughts for you. First of all. Um, I'd love to see Britt Baker in WWE. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. She's been so quiet in AEW because they're doing so much with some of the other women right now. Like, I feel like she was such a great champ and and riding the high. And now it's just kind of like, it's almost like mid-card to below mid-card. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, she's not going anywhere as long as Adam Page is, or uh, yeah, Adam Cole is uh, in, in AEW. But still, like, it would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, it, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's always healthy once in a while to put someone new. I mean, you look at, you put, throw Cody into the scene, and gosh, you know, we're we're a couple years into it, and we still have so many fresh matchups we just haven't seen. I mean, you mm-hmm. have you have three to five years of stuff with Cody if you want to. I mm-hmm. mean, really, he's only feuded with Rollins and Brock, right? Yeah. He had a match with Reigns. You're obviously going to go back to that at some point. Um, you know, you think about Cody and Drew, Cody and Cena, um, you know. At LA Knight. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just there, – there's there's no shortage of guys for, for Cody to work. Um, so, yeah, I, Britt Baker, I just – I think she'd be really cool. I mean, to see like a Britt Baker-Charlotte dynamic, mm-hmm. sign me up. Um, the other name that you know would would certainly disrupt things, and and I wish it wouldn't have abruptly ended. Is Mandy Rose? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that they work together again, or do you think, hey, why why do I need to take bumps when you know I, I don't know what the dynamics are, but I mean she's I mean she's got to be making a minimum of a million bucks a year not wrestling. Yeah. So, just saving herself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just wonder, I mean, it, 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 gosh, she, I mean, you could plug her into the main roster and, and she could be, there you go. Bailey, ties it up. Ba- Bailey to belly. Yep. One to one. Still got 19 the, minutes to go. Yep. With the work you put into Mandy. I mean, I just feel like, you know, you could throw her on the main roster tomorrow in the main event mix. And I'm not saying they will. I, I, I just think, you know, if I'm WWE, I can't have someone posting stuff on OnlyFans mm. on my roster. I, I just can't have it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, pretty racy stuff. I mean, again, it's who cares, but um, that that's an issue. And, and if I'm her, what are what are you going to offer me to make me shut that down? You know, if I'm clearing a hundred thousand bucks a month, yeah, why 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 would I shut that down? Take the risk. I mean, your your WWE is not going to pay her double that, you know. So even if right. it's the same amount of money, why why shut that down when you could run with that for another five years and never work again the rest of your life? So you break. 
I, I found it, it it was comical to me because we all know like yeah she's been doing that for a while I, I would see no reason i personally i would see no reason for her to stop doing that because you're taking no bumps you know you take a few photos here and there like you know that's kind of it like you know you, you, she posts like her workouts and stuff like that on like instagram like okay great and then i i found it almost comical like how quickly the former uh lacey evans jumped on to like one of those sites as well too after she was officially gone and it the dichotomy is funny to me because you've got her like opening like her little restaurant or whatever it is and then you've got like her only fans or whatever it is which i just find comical yeah. um but hey you know what like you and i are making that kind of money so good for them to be able to go out there and do that stuff and and, and that's how and i get it like you know for a lot of wrestlers like that they need that like kind of second income even if they are wrestling like on the circuit like and so you know that's just kind of crazy too so but yeah i personally i don't think we will see mandy back like i would be you know maybe at least not in 2024 like rumble or something like that i think it would be crazy if it did happen but um and great if it did because she was great in the ring like you and i like um to this day like i i will always like in the, when we had our day at the performance center i'm i'm still convinced that she would uh she had the biggest crush on you on the planet and so uh she she was all about you and so um you know like that is uh yeah i just i don't don't see it happening yeah i think there's enough other the roster's deep enough where i don't think they would need it uh, agreed and that's, I mean, that's the, you know, it's a, it's a good segue into the next thing I want to talk about, but that's the thing is like when, when business is down, you know, Hey, what's it going to take to get Goldberg back? You know, mm-hmm. what, what do we need to throw at so-and-so to get him back? I mean, right now, you know, you sit there and you say, Oh, is that the famous meme? Yes. The Bailey girl that that's yep. from this match. Yeah. Uh, yes. Where she took her headband. Yeah. Yeah. I forget her name. Uh, hey, Bailey has been counted out. Another decision for Sasha Banks. Oh, she okay. goes up two-one, and Bailey can see the clock as her championship reign ticks away. Izzy, that's Sasha what it was. Banks. What is wrong with her? Sasha Banks running around with Izzy's with that headband on. Did you see Izzy? Yeah, this is the. Oh, this is who you want as your champion. Yes. This is who you want representing oh, the women's oh, division. There's the meme. Yeah. I want someone Which is he? A little update. She's actually a wrestler. She's been there. Really? She knows yeah, she has followed she in kind of Bailey's footsteps. She's actually got a look that looks like Bailey. Yeah. And this was, uh, yeah, a little background. Izzy was always at ringside, huge Bailey fan, all that stuff. And so Sa- Sasha took her headband that she had on as she was sitting ringside. And how old uh, is she? Like seventeen or eighteen now? Uh, yeah, she's yeah. I forget, but yeah. But she's been training like for a long time. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, and so she's a wrestler now. Wow. Yeah, her gear, I'm looking at it right now. Her gear is exactly, it looks just like Bailey's did. Yep. Well, now I got to pull it up. Okay, so so it's Izzy Moreno. Yep. It's Izzy Mania on Instagram. Yep. 40,000 followers, professional wrestler. I mean, pretty close look to Bailey. I'm not sure. I think she's 16 is what I'm seeing. 16 or 17. No kidding. But hey, good for her. Like that was great, great for her. Yep. Dude, that that is. I mean, you know, at some point she could work Sasha. Oh, yeah. 
dude, no yep. kidding. Yeah, I'm just looking at her Instagram. I mean, and she's, you know, she's got a good look. I mean, I, she'll continue to probably, I mean, she's a little on the you know thinner side. But super green, yeah. I'll, but yeah. Up a little bit. I'll, now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something interesting, you know, and, and, and the reason I said bulking up, the reason that's fresh in my mind, um, have you listened to the interview Cody did with uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.? I saw a clip of it um, where he was talking about Dale Sr., but I didn't. I have not watched the whole interview. Okay, so go go watch or listen to the interview. I'm probably two thirds of the way through. It. A buddy actually just sent it to me recently. It's really good. There's definitely some like new information and stuff I haven't heard before. It was a good. really really good interview. So one of the things he said, Cody said, was, "Hey, when you're when you're like struggling and you don't feel like you're being pushed well and stuff like that, the best thing you can do." is get in like insanely good shape. You're yep. a lot harder to ignore if you're in the best shape of your life. Yeah. That was a really good point. Like, you know, so, you know, hey, they're not going to use me. Okay, well, I can at least be jacked, you know, and who knows, maybe, you know, Vince or Bruce or someone sees me and goes, wow, like they're really, okay, so 2-2 two, two now. That's what Bailey needed. Bailey needed a desperation move just like that to put herself Okay, Izzy's happy. So, so two two. Um, twelve minutes left. Twelve and a half minutes left. Yep. Okay, this match minutes. is flying by. It really, it a, really is. Yeah, it's I'm glad that we've had some pins throughout it. Like we've talked before, like that we don't need like six seven pins. I don't think zero zero was the way to go. Like I'm glad we're sitting at two two right now after like twenty minutes, almost like eighteen minutes. Like I, it's a good pace. Um. And they have worked nonstop. There's been no rest holds. They are working. So, yeah, no, this is this is this is really good. I mean, fantastic match. Two two, good good movement here. Um, Bulk up, Cody. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah. yeah. So, but I thought that was a great point. So it's like you know, if you're walking backstage and you're crazy you know best shape of your life harder to ignore and and i thought that was a great point i think that's something that you, you know you can you can in, in, you know it's it's still a cosmetic business and you can make up for a lot of shortcomings by just sticking out physically and that can be you know the the finn balor 12 pack you know it can yep. be, it can be uh you know the ultimate warrior where you're just like what in the hell am i looking at right like i mean there's just different unique looks that you know um charlotte when she's on the more jack side it just sticks yeah. out you just notice it shayna baszler has a very unique look right like yep. so anything you can do and i think that's so important it's like you know, it's easy to be like, oh, well, you don't have to be like a bodybuilder to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, but let me tell you something. John Cena, you know, overcame a lot of mediocrity as a in-ring performer by having that look. Yeah, right? yeah. And having that package and being able to do those things from a strength standpoint. So you really do stick out. Um, I, got, I got a friend that she said the only man on the planet that could pull off a pair of jorts is John Cena. 
Like, yeah. you know, but that's his look. I, I, I think I've sent it to you before, but my favorite is the uh, our now longest reigning intercontinental champion um, and his before and after photo of like even when he was doing developmental and he was huge. He was a giant guy at, at, like in, in terms of physique. And then now he is like jacked and cut and so we've said it before like that is the wwe system right there like you go into that and like when that's your focus like dude is cut now and like like having some of the like we i think i'm glad more eyes like i'm fine like he has brought back a lot of distinction to the intercontinental title he's having great matches like they're putting him with people like yes he should be wrestling a, a best of 14 with chad gable like they should be constantly having matches like like it just looking great while he's doing it and like legitimately terrifying on the mic like just really really good that's that's an that's an that's an excellent example i mean that yep. really that really proves the point yep yeah. That was even before he came, like, but NXT signed him, like, and he, like, I, you know, I would watch him come out at matches. And even when he was in NXT, he was bigger. But now, like, Jesus, like, I want to get on his workout plan. Like, th- it's incredible how good he looks. Yep. A big, big Gunther fan. I think it was time for him to break Honky Honky Tonk's great, but I think it is nicer to have, I say, more current people hold the belt and those kind of records because it does reset it. It is nice to me. Oh, and it was, it was, it was perfect timing, perfect guy. I, yeah, I'd love for them to do something with Honky Tonk, man, and just, you know, have Gunther take a uh, guitar or give, give Honky Tonk a guitar shot to the head. I think it'd be great. Or even yeah, set something up where at least talking like gives a chair or a, a, a guitar shot to somebody. It doesn't have to be to Gunther, like maybe one of the other guys in Imperium or something. Like just yeah, like you know, bring him back in for something like that. Or maybe, you know, maybe there's bad blood there. Who knows? But at the same time, like whatever, like you know, add that. But I think you know, longest reign, he's definitely added a lot to that title. And and it's one of the few that I'm like, oh yeah, he has the title because they're not hot shot it or it isn't some like Seth Rollins weird thing. Yeah. So you know, one of the things we were talking about was just that, like, you know, they, WWE is in a position right now where, like, they don't have to take a lot of risks. Mm-hmm. And so it brings me to the question of, do you see CM Punk wrestling for WWE? Never. I, you're, the, you're, in the, you're in the never camp. I'm in the never camp. Yeah, at least. Uh, boy, it's tough. I think as long as Triple H is there, it's a never. Um I I feel like you, you and I have been sending a lot of clips back and forth or like the notes and things like that. Like people have seen it. Like we know kind of what he is all about. I feel like he is the common denominator in a lot of these issues. You don't need him. Like how many, like he is not going to bring, and, and I from the business sense, he is not going to bring enough additional eyes to the product and money to the product for me to justify it. I think that keep building the stars that you have. You know, even we just heard like LA Knight just signed a new deal. A bunch of people, Seth Rollins just signed a new deal. Um, like all these different things happening. I, like you just don't need him. Like he's not going to put like, oh yeah. He, okay. He brought people to, what did you send me? Like eighty or ninety thousand people turned the channel as soon as Tony uh, fired him, or whatever it was that that collision episode, or whatever it was. Oh well, yeah, it was something like eighty or ninety thousand immediately uh, switched. And remember, there were only like four hundred thousand at that point watching, or maybe less. So you're a quarter of the audience tuned out. But he also knew what he was going to do. 
but he had to do that. I, I think, you know, he had to make that decision. We got six minutes left on this one too. Um, I just, I don't see the need. Like you don't need him. He's not like, he's not bringing a million people every week back to the program. It's just not how it is. That's not how wrestling's built anymore. Maybe he moves some merch, you know, but also I do find it funny. Like, yeah, let's bring him back just to be squashed by Brock or some shit. Like I do enjoy those kind of memes that have been floating around. Like, yeah, you could main event as the third main event on the first night against, you know, Undertaker again, like get fucked. You know, it's just funny to me, but yeah. How about you? Do you think, is it going to happen? Are we going to see him again? I, I, I'm a hard no. I, 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 I think it's, I think it's, Tough to know. I mean, I don't think there's a definitive yes or no. My my crystal ball says they will they will dip their toe in the water of working together. And it'll come in one of two forms. One would be there is a guy that CM Punk will work really well with and will give it a shot as a one-off. And that would either be a Kevin Owens uh, or it would be a Roman Reigns with the orchestration of Paul Heyman. But, like, is there a one-off program where we can put him with somebody and and know that they will play well together? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other scenario I could see is, hey, look, here's the deal. We're going to have you headline the Hall of Fame. And let let's see how that goes. And yeah, if it goes it, well, then maybe there's a match at some point. That that that's what I think. I, I I believe that they will work together. I think I think Punk needs it a lot. WWE doesn't need to work with Punk. Okay, mm-hmm. Punk needs to work with WWE, and he needs to do that because he had. I believe he has to restore his legacy in his own mind. I believe he cares about his legacy in professional wrestling. Dad, I totally agree with you. I think he looks like an asshole and you can say, okay, well, there's other places to go work. Okay. There isn't. I'm going to go, I'm going to go repair my career at impact. Yeah. I'm, Hey, Hey, uh, I'm an, I'm, you know, I'm perceived as being an asshole that nobody likes and nobody wants to work with. So let me go to work in the impact zone. It's just that's not going to happen. Uh, New Japan, I mean, it's just like if, if to me, it's like there's only one company, and AEW is fine. AEW is a perfectly reasonable place to go to restore your legacy. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out, obviously. and you shit all over it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think he has to go with his tail tucked between his legs to Triple H and say, "Look, I'm 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 a 45 year old man, whatever he is." And I don't want my career to end this way. I don't want my legacy to end this way. You have my word that I'll be on my best behavior. Can can I just have an opportunity? And I don't even give a shit what you pay me. I, I just want an opportunity to right some wrongs here. Can, can I, I think... I think you said it perfect. WWE doesn't need punk, but punk needs WWE. I think yeah. you're, you're dead on accurate with that. Yep. All right, let's Go. check in here. So we had a, a Bailey to belly off the top rope, which it, they went so far with it and kind of Sasha rolled over that she had her leg on the rope. And so while she got the Bailey got the three count, it didn't uh, count. And so we got two and a half minutes left here. 
both, I mean, they still look really good. Like they don't look that gassed. Like they are, I'm sure. But like also like, and I think is it looks like everybody's on their feet at this point. You got up on the top rope, Bailey and Sasha. Whoa, what is she doing here? She's like on Bailey's or Sasha's shoulders. Oh, like a reverse hurricane Rana that somehow Sasha landed on her feet. That was weird. And then Sasha hitting a Bailey to belly. Nope. There's the kick out. Everybody is on their feet there. That's crazy. Yeah, this is fantastic. She's got her locked in the bank statement. I saw I saw a uh, list that had their August match, the one before this, is the best women's match in NXT history. This was ranked number two. Oscar Ember, three. Four-way between Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha was four. Quite the year, 2015, quite the year for NXT women's wrestling. Yeah. So she's been about 30 seconds now. She's had Bailey locked in the bank statement, kind of grind her, grinding back on her, like kind of pulling her back. And she's making, trying to get, make her way to the ropes. I do appreciate too. I'll kind of end with, end with this a little bit. She got it locked in again. If you try to still got a minute left here, two to two. Um, I will give credit where credit's due. Like she has Bailey Mercedes has left. I, I think even, you know, whenever she does come back, she has reinvented herself for the better. I'll give her that. Like we still don't know. It's weird. We still don't fully know the circumstances of kind of why that she left or anything. She's still never spoken on that. Like I'm sure it'll be like turned into a promo one day when she is back, but like, yeah, um, credit where credit's like, you know, she's stayed relevant, which I think is important. Yep. So Bailey breaking out. We got 30 seconds here. This is fantastic. Yep. It's really good storytelling here. Trying to get her to tap. Man, that looks nasty. Yep. Oh, she okay. So there, oh, that was the bank statement. Sorry, she hit her with the bank statement. And now Bailey's got her kind of locked in with a submission hold with 13, 12, 11 seconds left. Yep. Sasha can't reach for their oh oof, just pounding on. And there's a tap, yep, or at least a submission. Wow. As time expires, 3-2, Bailey. What a match. And Izzy sobbing. Yep. Dude, that thing, that was I mean, close to flawless. What a match. Yep. What a yep. match. Can we get a little sound? What are they what are they what are they chanting? The sound here? the sound's not working. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It was working earlier. It's, it's not working. So both women in the ring. Banks just kind of dead laying there. Yep. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's on their feet. Yep. Yep. All right. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. That was great. Yep. All right. Absolutely. So let's get into the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. <laughs> All right. What'd you think? Boy, just I, I've seen clips. It's been a long time since I've gone back and watched the full thing. This is a this is when you have to go back and watch the full thing. It was really, really good, plain and simple. They're showing the other women ringside now. Yep. Yeah, I just exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways. Very, very good. How about you? Oh, yeah, loved it. Yeah. So, so at this one, and so there, a lot happening here. You got. 
Of course, Izzy at ringside, Bailey celebrating. They showed Charlotte, Becky, Stephanie, actually, too, and Lita were all sitting there. Um, yeah, a lot happening in this match. Like the pinfalls were great. That's really fantastic. So, but after this one, we'll kind of keep it playing in case something happens here. Um, it was, uh, Oh, yep, got to get into my actual notes here. There we go. Okay, yeah. So, of course, the first, as we said, the first uh, women's match to headline a major WWE, like, pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever you want to call it. It was the first time that a women's, in women's history that they had this stipulation. Like you said, it was the longest women's match in WWE history until the Banks match against Charlotte at Roadblock end of the line in December 2016, which was also a 30-minute Ironman match, but it had sudden death on that one. So, uh, Bailey on this one, she fought everybody and anybody to kind of defend the title. So, it was Alexa, Eva Marie, Nia Jax, Carmella. Uh, when she ended up, it was March 16th. 2016 uh bailey and asuka actually won a tag match and they decided that uh, bailey would defend her title against asuka at nxt dallas takeover on april 1st um that was of course a debuting shinsuke as well too all this different stuff and so bailey ended up losing the championship at asuka it would have been that march or excuse me april 1st 2016 match against her um ending her reign at 223 days. So you got, it would taking a pause. You got everybody from backstage is out front now or out on the, uh, out on the ramp cheering on Bailey. Um, of course the, it, it, we've missed this for a while. The traditional triple H and, uh, Stephanie William Regal, given, uh, the women flowers at this point. Yep. Uh, Bailey, or excuse me, Sasha kind of crying, kind of breaking down. Yep. Um, triple H trying to help her. Yep. Um, Stephanie there too, kind of comfort her. So uh, Banks at this point, uh, and, and so getting this one, she actually debuted. It was just, uh, uh, it was weird. She actually made her debut before this on Raw, along with Becky and Charlotte. You had the revolution. Um, you had her just, it was actually Lynch and Charlotte uh, allied with Paige, who was feuding with Team Bella, who was Nikki Fox, Brie, and Nikki Bella. And so then you had Banks getting with Nami, or Namina, Tamina and Naomi, who later, uh, later started calling themselves Team Bad, so beautiful and dangerous. So you had some brawls between all three. You got Triple H in the ring now with Bailey. Uh, her looks like her trying not to cry as well, too um because it was a big moment like you know i know it's we, we say like hey stay in character and stuff like this but this is a really big moment for all of them um and so it was actually her uh we had the pay-per-view debut of banks was july 19th at battleground and she was in a triple threat match against charlotte and brie bella which charlotte won so um and it was really i say, say, say shit it was the start of their career it was really the start of all this stuff on, on nxt and everywhere and so yeah um really good stuff so um okay so pwi uh they actually bailey was 11 2015 sasha was number three uh the torch bailey retained three two tremendous or four and a quarter stars tremendous story told just total discipline here in the building the emotions and not wasting moves the big spots they did were memorable because they didn't stack them one after another and they let them breathe afterward um the observer newsletter on this one uh 
they made their entrances. Some fans chanted main event. You deserve it. All that stuff. Sasha wouldn't quit. So with about eight seconds to go, Bailey started adding in stomps to the head. And then Sasha submitted as the final seconds ticked off the clock. So Bailey wins three to two. They had the whole roster on stage. Triple H and Regal there. Uh, Hunter moved to the ring to present Bailey, fo- present Bailey flowers. She was crying too. They had to cut back to the stage. And dude, Regal was just sobbing. Um, everyone cried everywhere in the final shot was Bailey in the ring alone with her belt and flowers wiping away a single tear and smiling while the match would have been very good pay-per-view main event if this were a pay-per-view but it was not as good as Brooklyn uh, four and a quarter stars the post match however easily five stars uh, it was match of the year. It was match of the year by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Um, got a bunch of write-ups on this one just because of what it was. Bleacher Report, the storytelling, the intensity, the high spots. This match had every element of professional wrestling a fan could ask for. It was a match every bit as good as any other of the main event roster competitors could have hoped to deliver. And a contest many of Bailey and Banks' male counterparts, male counterparts could only dream of producing. Falls were smartly booked. The crowd was molten hot. And the decision to have Triple H and Regal greet and congratulate them on the history really hammered home the magnitude of the talent the women had just accomplished. A brilliant conclusion to another strong presentation of NXT. So, yeah. So, you got uh, four and a quarter from both. Where are you going to put this one, buddy? I have this at an eight and a half. I think Mm -hmm. excellent. Um, You know, I, I just... Love the match. Great feud. I, I'm just a big fan of this. What about you? I'm at a nine. Yeah. I think that this is a this is a can't miss type of match. It's one that we always say, like, some matches don't go back and watch. This is one I feel like should be on kind of rotation. Um, you know, if you have if some of those matches that you go back and watch all the time, I feel like it has to be. Like it's that it's just that good. It's worth going back and checking out. Okay. It was a good one, man. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're, we're not going to watch an all-time Matt Classic next week. No, but we are doing something a little different, so I am excited for that. We're gonna we're gonna do some TNA. Uh, however, you feel about. Uh, I think part of this was I, I did this match when Hogan was doing the rounds on all the uh, podcasts and stuff like that, and so I really wanted to uh, talk about this and kind of go back and do something do something a little weird. So yeah. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Should be good. Yeah, short, just short match, but good one. So well, I say good, it's relative. But um, yeah, I do want to remind everybody too, of course, don't forget about our show sponsors. We're looking at manscaped.com, 20% off free shipping. Use that code payoff. And of course, Caldera and Lab, calderalab.com. Um, using the code payoff as well, getting you 20% off there. So Manscaped, Caldera Lab, payoff, the code, both both sites, whatever you're looking for, you're getting 20% off. The time will send them home happy just like this match. Good stuff. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of The Payoff.